helping disciple-makers ignite a movement locally and globally. This is the Disciple First Podcast. Now, here's your host, Craig Etheridge. Welcome back to the Disciple First Podcast. It's a podcast by disciple-makers and for disciple-makers. I'm Craig Etheridge, and I'm here with Brian Haynes. Brian Haynes is a lead pastor at Bay Area First Baptist Church in League City, Texas. And Brian is the creator of the Legacy Milestone Strategy designed to inseparably link the church and home to equip the next generation. Brian is married to his high school sweetheart, Angela. They have three daughters. Brian is a graduate of Baylor University, Southwestern Seminary, and Liberty Theological Seminary, where he got his doctorate degree in the discipleship and the family. And so, Brian, uh, thank you for coming on the program. Yeah, thanks for having me, Craig. Oh, yeah, man. It's always great to talk to you, and uh, we just share uh, such a like heart of disciple-making and leading that in the local church, so I'm always glad to hang out with you. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, uh, we are, we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, parenting, which is uh, not for the faint of heart, for sure. I mean, right. uh, parenting's a, a challenging job at best, but uh, a lot of times we're thinking, you know, I, I'm supposed to be a parent, and then I hear pastors tell me I'm supposed to make disciples in my home. How does that work together, uh, to be a parent and a disciple maker? Which, which am I uh, to my kids? Yeah, that's a great question, and uh, I think we get a clear answer in Scripture. The, the simple answer to that is you are, uh, yes, you are both a parent and a disciple maker. Uh, so the way I read the Scriptures from start to finish, uh, home has always been a really important incubator for the disciple making uh, process, beginning just in Deuteronomy 6, where uh, God begins to tell the people of Israel how they should live when they uh, go into the promised land. And he tells them that, that his commands should be upon their hearts and they should impress them on your ch- their children and talk about them when they sit at home and when they walk along the road and when they lie down, and when they get up. And so you definitely you have a semblance of, uh, of parents partnering with the faith community, even there in Deuteronomy uh, six and and the thread continues really all the way through uh, Ephesians chapter six. It says to dads uh, or to fathers, don't exasperate your children, but train them up or bring them up up in the discipline or the admonition uh, of the Lord. And so <clears throat> I think par- as parents and uh, Angela and I are are parents of two teenagers and an eight year old, uh, we have to understand that we are uh, we are their parents, but uh, we are their primary faith trainer as their parents, that we were uniquely designed uh, to be uh, really the first disciple makers in their uh, in their lives. And so we have to take that responsibility um, seriously. So uh, I guess starting off saying, OK, it's me. I own it. I can't pass this off to the pastor or to the youth pastor or the, or the kids pastor. Uh, what do parents do? I mean, and, and how do they handle... Maybe I'm asking too many questions at one time, <laughs> but how do, how do, no, what okay. do I do is one. And then another one is how do I handle these conflicts where sometimes I have to put on my parent hat and, you know, and, and, and be a disciplinarian or whatever. And then at the same time, uh, in, invest in them spiritually. Do those things ever get crossed or, or, uh, conflict? Yeah, I don't think they're a conflict, but they're certainly, they're certainly crossed only because, uh, discipline is a form of discipleship as you know. And, and so, uh, you, 
it never becomes disciple making never becomes a compartment of parenthood. It's what parenthood is uh, from from the beginning. And so even if you're you know, you're discipling your kid in every way uh, from from the from the beginning and, and certainly later in partnership with the local church and other children's pastors and youth pastors and small group leaders and all that. But but you're the one that actually demonstrates the faith in the most real place uh, that there is in life. And that's uh, home. So you ask uh, a question, you know, what do you do? I think if you have the opportunity, you're listening and and you have the opportunity with really young kids to start early. I think you you start uh, early and uh, start now, and it can be <clears throat> it can they can start really simply, um, just praying with them uh, beyond mealtimes. Uh, just when you go to bed, it's kind of the as you uh, sit at home and walk along along the road as you lie down and you get up, and uh, you can pray really intentionally. One thing that we, we we like to teach parents to do is pray the scripture over their uh, kids so uh, their little ones get used to hearing the word of God and its promises for their life and they hear uh, mom and dad inserting or impressing that truth uh, on them from from the beginning so if you have the chance start now you know start early with them just simple things even singing to them teaching them uh, songs of the faith. Um, you know, I've often had a young parent ask me, what do I do with my, you know, 12 month old? And, and I say, you know, what? one thing you can do is simply as you're rocking them at night to sing them songs of the faith or sing scripture over them. And so just praying and singing, uh, it starts simple, uh, like that. And then as they grow older, uh, you're demonstrating the faith in more complex and more cultural situations that they have to face each and every day, maybe as uh, as teenagers. And I think, uh, you know, you may be hearing this podcast and you've never done anything to disciple your your kid. And you're thinking, you know what, I've got I've got teenagers. I wasn't even thinking about it when it was time to rock them and, you know, sing scripture over them and. You know, we always tell uh, parents it's never too late and you always just need to jump in right where you're at. Uh, and the success of that is God God wired parents to be the disciple makers for their kids. And they, he wired their kids to receive that blessing from their their parents. And so even though it may be difficult, it's important to be relentless about it because uh, God, God is in it. You know, this is uh, his plan and his will because of all the things the scripture says. And so uh, you just kind of jump in where you're at. And that's going to mean maybe adding some things to your family routine. One of those things uh, that's a big step for uh, parents that are beginning to try to make disciples of their kids is a, a faith talk or a time around the scripture each each week um it's just a really big deal to sit down and open the scripture and and talk about it so that's an important first step another step that i think is huge especially if you're if you're jumping in with uh with kids you know that are maybe getting a little bit older and, and you haven't discipled them is to simply take the step of practicing what i would call sabbath principles and that's the idea that uh you know we take one day a week for Christians, that's uh, Sunday, and we uh, we gather with the church, and we're in a small group, and then we're with family where we rest and we play, and we're we're together 
Uh, and, and maybe we have that faith talk in the context of that. And that may be new uh, for a family, but these are small steps of discipleship that we can, uh, we can begin to take uh, to answer the question, uh, how do we do it? And then I think probably the most important thing for parents uh, is to understand that, that kids, as much as they catch what they hear, even more so, they imitate what they see. They, they become the disciples that they see we are as parents. And so, um, you know, when I'm talking to parents about this, I, I always sort of um, cut very quickly to, hey, what kind of disciple are you? You know, who's discipling you? What kind of small group are you in? What is God teaching you? And then how are you demonstrating and are practicing that in the context of your own home? Because it's really that that demonstration above anything else that our kids are going to latch onto and, and, uh, imitate. Yeah, that's really powerful. And, uh, and a godly parent lived out in front of them is, is, makes an incredible impact. Um, let me ask you something. Uh, and this is more from a church leader standpoint. Do you find that sometimes, uh, the church kind of gets in the way of letting the parent, uh, be the leader, uh, spiritually by kind of, um, uh, maybe stepping in and doing things without giving the parent space to uh, be the one to do it. Yeah, I think I think sometimes for sure the church does that. I think there's two ways that we do that. <clears throat> Number one is uh, as as uh, practitioners, we view ourselves as professional disciple makers, and for lack of a better word, and so. Even though we don't say it this way, that's how it gets communicated to parents is like, hey, bring your kids to us. We're the professionals. We'll disciple them and you go do your adult thing. And so the parent can have the tendency to think they're making disciples by simply putting their kid in the youth ministry um, retreat or at camp or uh, they're, they're involving their kid in vacation Bible school. So what I like to help pastors and ministry leaders think about is the idea that the church is a great and important gospel partnership with the home, but it's a partnership. So we're never negating the family as, a, as uh, taking the, the lead in disciple making, but we're only resourcing, equipping, empowering, partnering uh, to make them better at what they do in the context of their home. So that's, that's one thing is you have to have to be careful about, uh, making parents feel like all discipleship takes place in and through the church, certain days of the week inside certain buildings. Um, it's certainly a blessing. You know, we have two teenagers. It's a blessing to have a youth ministry for them to be a part of and be discipled in and all that. But it is, uh, is definitely in partnership, uh, with us. And so, um, we just have to sort of shift our mindset a little bit as pastors and ministry leaders in that regard. And then the second, Oh, go ahead. I I was just going to jump in and say, um, I think we unwittingly uh, give the impression that the parents aren't adequate, you know, or that they're, they're incompetent. Like you said, we're the professionals and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and the kind of the backside of that is you don't, you, you can't do this. And, and, and Mm -hmm. if we're, our job is equip the saints for the work of ministry. Our job is to empower those moms and dads to do this and, and cheer and celebrate them when they do it. And, Mm -hmm. and, and I tell you what, just recently as I've been living this out and we've been transitioning this in our own church, is just 
how important it is to train parents, you know, and kids ministry has always been focused on the kid and not as much on training the parents mm-hmm. to do what they need to do. And I, and I just feel very convicted that we need to be training dads on how mm. to do these things and then championing them when they do it and giving them the high fives and, in, and celebrating their wins. Uh, yeah. That's that's really really big, and um, also I, I when you're talking about uh, your as your kids get older, being in the youth group, I uh, I think it's so important if the parent is doing that, then the church kind of adds voices, you yeah, know, other voices absolutely. just to in agreement, just going, oh yeah, I've heard that my dad says that. Yeah, says it's that. like your tribe, you know, <laughs> yeah. you need a tribe around your teenager. For yeah, sure. you got to have those different voices because there are other voices coming into your teenager already. They're just mm-hmm. not saying the same thing. So, right. so having your voice echoed with other people continues to reinforce what you're saying at home. That's huge for sure. So you were saying, what was the second thing that I get you off well, track? I think the second, the, the second thing that we do as, as ministry leaders that we don't think about, and I think it's really important is we don't think about uh, the schedule that we're asking our core people to be a part of. And, uh, and, and what I mean by that is we, if we are equipping and empowering parents to be disciple makers of their kids, we also need to understand that we're probably going to have to give them some time to do that. And so what that means is just uh, harder work internally for a staff at really aligning children's ministry, youth ministry, adult ministry, so that we are thinking about the total family when we're planning events and scheduling things. I'll give you a great example of like what I would call an epic fail. Uh, Yesterday was uh, Father's Day and uh, we had a big, we had uh, all Angela's side of the family over her brothers and uh, just uh, her dad or mom, all that kind of stuff. But one of, uh, one of the wives was not able to come because the church has scheduled a mandatory vacation Bible school meeting for leaders uh, on Father's Day after church. And I just thought to myself, as we were all standing there, minus her, like, this is an, this is an example of a church that's not thinking about family. They're just thinking about driving a program, right? Yeah. They, they, they need that program to work well. And, and I get the planning and the busyness in church life, but I think we have to work really hard to make sure we're giving parents opportunity each week uh, to make disciples. And then also that we're, we're sensitive to the fact that families need to be together and we need to encourage and empower that with the schedule that we hold. So anyway, that was the other thing I wanted to yeah, share. That's, that's a great word. That's a great word. Um, maybe you're a pastor listening into this podcast uh, some takeaways from this may be, you know, the parents do have the responsibility to raise their kids. Uh, that I, I love, Brian, how you said it, that, you know, it, it, parenting is disciple-making. That's what it mm-hmm. is. It's raising up children. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, that requires church leaders to empower parents and train them to celebrate them along the way, and then to thin out the schedule, make it easy for our parents to have that Sabbath day and to really utilize it to raise up the next generation. Yeah, uh, thank absolutely. you, Brian, so much for being here and uh, for leading out in this way. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Craig. I appreciate it. 
And uh, if you'd like to know more about uh, how to empower parents, go to disciplefirst.com. It's your one-stop shop for disciple-making resources. Disciplefirst.com or check out a local Flashpoint conference where maybe you can sit in with Brian yourself and learn out more, learn more about how to lead your church to make disciples that make disciples. Until then, go make disciples.